Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Real Time Soccer Podcast. March 23rd, day 8 of quarantine. How's everybody doing today? What's up, Kanga? Feeling very claustrophobic. Claustrophobic? Yeah. Staying at home all day? Yeah, weird. Staying active, though. Trying to work on some stuff. Is anything open near you at all or not really? Costco's open. Uh, Walmart is open. I mean, yeah, the grocery stores are open. Essentials are open. Yeah, I think McDonald's is still opens you, but I haven't, I haven't checked, so. Yeah, you can actually sit on the restaurant, yeah. Uh, other than that, I think uh, most of the places are closed around me. Yeah, other than like the Costco and the Walmart and like maybe some shoppers or something. Yeah. It's rough out here, but we'll get through it. We got no choice. Only a couple months to go. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Have your online classes started again or no? Yeah, but it's kind of confusing for me. Why? I don't know. Some of my teachers... I don't know I don't know if some of my teachers are like used to it or whatever. They definitely are not. It's a new system for everybody. Yeah. It's a new system for everybody, so it kind of takes time to get used to. But, I mean, to be honest, most of my classes aren't really like course... Like, it's not really a course. It's, more, it's mostly projects. So, it's like we've already scheduled all our projects till the end of the semester. So I really don't have to like sit down and like look at a teacher actually teaching us things. It's mostly like assignments to do with stuff. Okay. I have my first online class tomorrow for my business class. So um, we're going to see how that goes. I don't know. The teacher is going to be her first time doing an online class. So we'll see. I'm curious to see how many people are going to end up being in the call. We're doing it on Zoom. so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen uh, my sister's been using that too for her classes. I think all of North America is using Zoom now for online classes, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. I used it for one of my class and then there was some issues with connections or whatever, but I think it's the best tool to have to use right now. Skype wouldn't be uh, useful as Zoom would be. I've had a couple business meetings on it, so it's, it's, uh, it works well for me. Yeah. All right. So I think this week, you know, not much to talk about in the world of football because everything is at a standstill right now. But everything is in shutdown still. Yeah. What we usually do is we go through the games and we talk about like the fixtures and whatnot. Since there's no fixtures this time around, uh, we kind of have more liberty to go on to uh, different topics, kind of that we find interesting and fun. And yeah. So I think now you're gonna see in the next couple episodes uh, more. Uh, different content i would say um we started off with kind of like a, a little layout we wanted to stick to but finally branching out and i think it's gonna be fun yeah i mean we gotta move with the current event and adapt and what best way to do that what better way to do that than to talk about uh old man ronaldinho yeah i mean there's not m- much to talk about but he celebrated his 40th birthday in in jail in paraguay um, I think the I think I saw a picture of the prisoners baked him a cake, which is hilarious. Yeah, and then he had barbecue too. Yeah, man, the man's living the life. In the life in the south in the Paraguayan prison. He's he's ahead of the game, man. He got he got uh, caught, I would say, right before all this mayhem broke out. So he's living life in there, safe from all the virus. I know, right? I don't I don't know if I haven't heard any cases in Paraguay, so he's actually he actually might be safe. I think South America isn't like too affected right now. Uh, or Africa. I haven't heard much about either of those uh, continents, but there's starting to be a couple of cases in Africa here and there. But it's it's not like it's not like Europe or like the U.S. or the North America. Basically, it's like not to that point yet. Yeah. It's like the thing is like 
it's sad because it's yeah you, you know that with time like it'll get to that well i think maybe because um it's less developed countries in africa so if they don't have the means to test properly or whatnot you're going to have less news about confirmed cases there because there isn't much testing being done mm-hmm. um so yeah. yeah this is a global epidemic so um, we're gonna get news and hopefully we start seeing uh, some progress being made on the attack against it and all we can do now is uh be safe and do what we can do and hopefully everybody does their own part and we get through this dude my tweety just got the virus apparently i think it's the latest player to get it it was it's been a while pogba uh wore a uve jersey in a instagram video like in, for uh he was training with lindelof actually yeah in support of uh, matt Weedy and like so many people were commenting like how he's a fake manchester united player because he was wearing a uve jersey and whatnot and nobody understood that he was actually like just doing it in support of his friend that plays for juventus there's a lot of clueless people in the world right now people just love to hate on pogba i don't know why but they do Word. all right so uh do you want to go into the exciting <coughs> or the interesting i guess part of what we have today so uh okay go for it. go for it go for it yeah so basically uh we've made we've both made a different uh let's call it a bpl starting 11 i don't want i don't know if i can call it an all-star because it may not be the best but i mean to me it's the best no we're we're, we're calling it uh our personal uh I want to say all-star BPL starting 11. Um, so basically, we made a we made a starting 11 for the BPL with... You can only choose one player per team. Per team. Um, I think... So we'll go through uh, each of our lineups. We don't know who... Like, who I don't know who he chose, and he doesn't know who I chose yet. So we'll go through it, and we'll say the formation and the player's position and talk about why we chose the player and... All that it'll be fun, and uh, I think we can end up doing this for every league in the future episodes. We'll throw one in here and there, maybe for La Liga next or uh, uh, the Bundesliga. Liga. Liga will be last because it's the worst of the five. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're gonna do that. So we have eleven players starting lineup. Um, we can have different formations. I think we ended up choosing the same formation, but I like. You could have chosen any formation. And and we have a three-man bench as well. I actually forgot to make my bench. So you'll start and I'll make my bench while while uh, you say your players. All right. So you say, say your player. Say your, like, we'll go through your lineup from goalkeeper to striker. And give me, like, a little reasoning why you chose your player. And I'll give you my thoughts on it. And then we'll do the same thing around where I give you my team and you give me yours. Uh, you, you give me your opinion and everything. Understood. Now we got to choose my bench. All right, so uh, as a at goalkeeper from Sheffield United, Dean Henderson. Dean Henderson. I could see that coming. We why why Henderson? Because first of all, I need to use the other teams ahead, a bit ahead of him, so I need to use. And plus, he's pretty. He's been one of the best consistent keepers in the league right now. So it made sense. It only made sense that I had to use him. Plus, he's also up and coming. So. Uh, good choice for me there. At right back, Ricardo Pereira. Uh, simply because he's been easily the second best right back in the league after Trent. And I can't use Trent because at left back, I use Andrew Robertson, who is the best left back in the league. So Okay, okay. Um, love the goalkeeper pick. I think that was a pretty clear one. 
Um, I think he's been like this one of the rising stars of the league since uh, this year. Um, he's really shown his quality, and people at Man United especially are talking about bringing him back and having him compete um, for a job, a starting job, and maybe the England job. So, good pick. The uh, I, I struggled so hard because I, I didn't know who I wanted to choose for my fullbacks as well. Because, you know, Liverpool have a good, good pairing of fullbacks. So I was curious to see which one you were going to choose. Um, Right-back pick, solid right-back pick. Um, so continue. All right, so my center-back partnership. On my, my right center-back is Mason Holgate from Everton. Promising center-back, good, consistent. He's probably been Everton's best defensive player so far this season. So I think he actually might be... Uh, I mean, I think he would be in the Euros for England. I don't know if he'd be a starter or whatever, but he'd be in the squad. As well as... Uh, Partnering with him would be Issa Diop from West Ham, another promising center back. Promising center back. Interesting. Okay, so you you went front heavy. You went front heavy after. Yeah, a promising center back, but I was hesitating between him and Tarkowski from Brindley. I ended up going with him because I've just seen more promise from him. From him, and he's also been linked with Arsenal a lot lately. So uh, watch out for him. My midfield. I have a, fr- a three-man midfield, and this is the interesting part. So, so it's what center mid, center mid, center attacking mid. No, so I have my CDM and two eight. So one six two eight. Okay. So as my six, and because of his versatility, I think he's the best to fit this position right now. And it was a tough choice for me. I went with Fred from United. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fred, yes, Fred as my six. Fred as my six. First of all. I wanted to go for Ndidi initially, but I can't use Ndidi because I've already used Pereira from Leicester, so I can't use another Leicester player. So I kind of I was kind of forced with Fred, and it's not it's not a bad pick to be honest with you. So I mean, Mr. Versatility. I I thought maybe you were gonna go Bruno. No, I don't have Bruno in here at all. So uh, my two eights I have one is KDB, of course, Kevin De Bruyne. Obviously, you can't go is can't go wrong here. And then the second eight is Matteo Kovacic from Chelsea. Ooh, okay, okay. I was wondering which Chelsea player you were going to choose, because you had to choose a Chelsea player. I, w- I had to, yeah. I wanted to get as most as many creative players like, as I could. I think these are two of the best right now, so I think together it, would ma- it, made, it all made sense. My front three, uh, on the on the right, I have Aubameyang. Obviously, Arsenal player, my be- our best player so far this season, so I had to. On the right wing? Yeah, on the right wing, yes. So I have to put him there somewhere. He's, he doesn't usually play on the wing. Sometimes he does. And I was kind of hesitating between him and Traore. And here's why I didn't choose Traore because... Uh, I'll, t- I'll, tell you that. I'll tell you that after, actually. So on the right is Aubameyang. On the left is Son. I gotta have a first player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew you were gonna choose Son. He's been like one of your favorite players this year. Exactly. So I gotta put him in there. And at the top, of my, as my striker, my number nine is Raul Jimenez. From whole Wolves, and that's kind of why I didn't put uh, Traore because I wanted to have Jimenez as my nine, and I wasn't sure if uh, I could have Jimenez and Traore in the same team. Well, actually, I couldn't because they're in the same team, so it only made sense. My bench, my bench is pretty. I chose different players on my bench too. So uh, I have I have uh, Max Ahrens from Norwich City, promising right back. It could be an interesting player in the future. I have Callum Wilson from uh, Bournemouth. Could be a good uh, backup striker, so I needed that. It's a good experience in the Premier League as well. And I have uh, 
well, I don't know about this one, but, uh, hmm, now that I think about it, that might be a second, I might be second guessing myself here. I had Ndidi on my, on my bench, but. You can have him on your bench. Yeah, I can have him on my bench. So I would say, um, off the top of my head, um, who would I go for? It's got to be a player who I believe could come up and be kind of have an impact on my midfield. I want to say James Ward-Prowse from Southampton. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That, that would be my that would be my bench, and that would be my eleven as well as my three-man team. That's not bad. That's not bad. Okay, go through the whole lineup again. Okay, so uh, four-three-three formation: Henderson in net, Pereira, Holgate, Isiah, Jeppe, Robertson is my back four. Middle three of Fred, Kovacic, and Kevin De Bruyne. And my front three of Aubameyang, Jimenez, and Son. As well as a bench of Ward Prowse, Callum Wilson, and Max Ahrens. I have a better squad. That's debatable, but I mean, let me see what you got. I want to hear what you got. I'm curious about yours. Because I know you got, I know you, it was kind of hard for you to not put Bruno in there. So I know Bruno's in there already. I wonder which Liverpool players you took. Yo. My squad, like, blows your squad out of the water. It's not even close. Really? Because I feel like mine is pretty humble. No, my, mine is humble and good. Oh, we'll see about that. What you got? Okay, okay. So, you remember how I said we probably have the same keeper? Yeah. We do. Um, I got Dean Henderson in goal from uh, Sheffield United. Um, I think he was an easy choice here just because um, there's not many, like, standout Sheffield players. And you don't want to use, like, one of the better teams as your goal goalkeeper. So, uh, and he's been one of the better keepers this year, so clear choice. Um, at right back, I got Ricardo Pereira from Leicester City. Okay, so far you're copying me. Well, we may, I'm not copying you. My left back, Lucas Digne from Everton. Oh, okay. He's, he's a solid choice of left back, so I didn't, I didn't choose any of the Liverpool left backs. Okay, that's a good choice. Or I thought you thought maybe I was gonna go with the Aaron Wan Bissaka as well, but I didn't. I was expecting Wan Bissaka, but actually no, I wasn't expecting Wan Bissaka because I feel like you would use a manual player ahead. Yeah, there was a couple choices I wanted to, uh, like I was hesitating between Wan Bissaka or Bruno or Rashford or Martial, so I had a lot of options. Um, my center back partnership. Do you want to take a guess? No, go ahead. I have Toby Alderweireld from Spurs and. Virgil Van Dyke from Liverpool. Of course. Okay, so you went big boys. I went. I had a couple of big boys in the back, but I think honestly, that this is probably one of the better center back pairings that you could get. Um, in the Premier League, with very solid uh, full backs. Um, so that's why I think. Who did you have a center back? Holgate and Issa Diop. Mine is more like promise. Yours is like top five in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. So. Uh, like I said, my team is better. But uh, then for I'm having I'm using a four three three, um. So I have uh, two center mids and one attacking mid, and then I have a left wing right wing striker. So my center my center mid partnership I have uh, Ruben Neves from Wolves, and uh, N'Golo Kante from Chelsea. Good choice. Um, yeah, Neves gives you the long range uh, prowess, and he's just technical on the ball. Kante, you have insane work rate back and forth, and um, he just he can run the midfield, and he has so many good defensive qualities that it's hard to get by him as well. 
So I think. Bo- I had Neves in my as an option as well. Yeah, you went with Jimenez at, uh, instead. No, I went with well, I went with Fred in the middle. Yeah, because I wanted Jimenez at top. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I got Ruben Neves and Kante as the center uh, center mid pairing with uh, Bruno Fernandez right in front of them as the center attacking mid. Which honestly, I think that I think that trio would be insane in real life. Um, Bruno and Kante like complementing each other. Um, if I could, if I could have had Pogba in there instead of like Neves, Pogba and Kante and Bruno, that probably would have been like one of the best in the league. But uh, one per team. So, and then my my wingers, I got Wilfred Zaha on the left from Crystal Palace, and Raheem Sterling on the right from Manchester City. Um, which I think both quality players, technical on the ball, have pace. Um, they're dribblers as well. They'll get by you, and they can score goals. So, unless uh, Sterling's playing Aaron Wan Basaka, then he doesn't score anything. Um, and my striker, I got uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang from Arsenal. So I think all in all, I have a pretty star-studded lineup. It's not a bad lineup, right? Well, who's your bench? My bench. So my three players, I got Isa Diop on the bench. Uh, as my defender, I got. Uh, that was as my defender. In my midfield, I got uh, Jack Grealish from Aston Villa. And then uh, Caleb Wilson as my striker from Bournemouth. So basically, the players that are on your starting lineup are on my bench. Well, yeah, I get, yeah, yeah, mainly Diop. You know, we know what I realized too. We know what I forgot. What did you realize? I should have never put Ward Prowse on my bench. Well, you did that last second. Yeah, I should have went with Saint Maximin. I don't know why I didn't think about that. I thought you were gonna put Saint Maximin on the left. I was hesitating between choosing him, him or or Zaha. I wasn't sure if Saint Maximin and Son. I mean, I can't have both. I mean, I mean, I could have had both, but then where do I put Aubameyang and Jimenez, right? So I, I mean. It makes sense to sacrifice. Well, you didn't have to choose. You had, I think, you had too many players that you wanted to absolutely have in your lineup, so you had to sacrifice at other positions to kind of fit them in there. I did. Because Obama Yang, like, he's not usually a right winger. You have him on the right wing because you have Jimenez on the top. Obama Yang can. He, he he can though. I know, but yeah, but he's a he's a striker striker. Like, he'll play at, he'll play at the top ninety percent of the time. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not mad at my lineup, but I feel like I could, I could do it again. Like it'd be different. Yeah, of course. I mean, there's players that I wanted to put in there too. Like I wanted to have Son in there. I wanted to put Pogba in there. Harry Kane too could have been in there. Oh, I wanted to have Kevin De Bruyne, but like at first I had, um, I had Kyle Walker as my, uh, as my right back. But then I didn't, I didn't. But then I, I kind of wanted to have one of the top wingers, you know, like either Sterling or or Sané or. Or Salah, but I thought like Virgil Van Dijk's the best center back in the Premier League, so he really set that down. And uh, I would have, I had a different uh, center uh, center back instead of uh, Alderweireld at first. I forget who it was, but I was also hesitating between having like maybe Nathan Ake. But uh, but I had a uh, Caden Wilson on my bench. Hmm. Yeah, I probably could have do if I do it again. Like it'll be different, different. Yeah, for sure. So overall for me was Dean Henderson from Sheffield, goalkeeper, uh, left back Lucas Digne. He's the one. I, he's probably like the worst player on my on the on my team right now. I disagree. Who's who would be the worst player on my team right now? Wait, name your team first, and I'll say it. Okay, so Digne, left back, Alderweireld, Van Dijk, center back, Pereira, right back. Then I got Ruben Neves and Golo Kante in the middle with Bruno Fernandez right in front of them, Zaha on the left, Sterling on the right, and Aubameyang. In the front. Mm, 
I don't know. I feel like your weakest link might actually be out the world. You think? Yeah, I feel like. I mean, Dini has been pretty consistent this year, though. Yeah, I know. He was a good choice. And like, other world has been. He's been having a couple bad games for Spurs. But who would you have put? Who would you have put instead? Like, would you have taken Nathan Ake instead of Alderweireld? Yes, I would have. And then I would have. Yeah, and then I would have taken uh, Danny Ings instead of Callum Wilson. Yeah. Or Saint Maximin. I was. I was think. Yeah, I could have taken Saint Maximin. But I, I, I wanted to choose a, on my bench. I wanted to have like one defender, one midfielder, one striker. Like Jack Grealish could probably fit in this team too. Fair, yeah. Even Madison. Yeah, Madison too. But I had uh, Pereira. That's why I wanted to put Madison in there too. But but yeah, all in all, I think this was cool. Um, I think my squad wins. Mm. Come on. My my front my front three would be would demolish your defenders. I think the only edge you have against me is your center back partnership. I think that's where my weakest. That's where my weakest part is. Yeah, for sure. Like, I trust Holgate and Diop, but I don't know if... I mean, in terms of talent versus Van Dijk and Alderweireld, like, that's not... They don't have the same experience, right? Holgate, I, I trust, but Diop a little less. Yeah, there's no way. So, yeah, I could see you... Who are your midfielders again? Fred, Kovacic, and KDB. I think Kovacic is probably a weak weak part there. I feel like my my midfield is, the most cre- is more creative than yours, but, like I said... My only weakness, as opposed to your team... I mean, Kante, um, I mean, Neves and Fernandez is pretty creative. Yeah, but KDB is more creative than both, if you ask me. Probably. Who's the most creative player in the league right now? Is it not KDB? Yeah, probably KDB. KDB's uh, top tier. Yeah, tier one right here. Ah, that was a good one. But yeah, I mean, should we go... Maybe we'll do a different league this next time, and I'll think twice about it, but... We can do that right now. No, nah, we don't. I wouldn't. I want to talk about the other thing as well. And also, I think I'd be too. I take too much time to actually do it because I really want to like beat you this time. Like I want to crush you. Do you want to crush me? <laughs> yeah, because I feel like this one. I'd give you the win, honestly. I was also trying to get Laporte in there, but I needed right Laporte. I I wanted Van Dyke and Laporte. That would have been crazy. But I I knew that the second I wanted K- KDB was like a, such a mainstay in my team. Like I had to have KDB, so I knew I had to sacrifice Laporte. That was my the, my really issue. My issue was like. Getting the right partnerships in the center back. Yeah. I really wanted I wanted Van Dyke just because he's the best defender in the league. Um, and I was really set. So that means I couldn't have any of the fullbacks um, or any of the wingers or any of the wingers. Um, so, yeah. But I think all in all, I'm very happy with my team. We should we should keep these like write, write them down in our uh, in our word doc. I have it on paper. I have mine on uh, my computer. And we can compare them as we go on for all the different leagues. I'll give you the win for this one. You get the win for this. You know what? Maybe we should ask uh, our viewers to make their 11. Yeah. Or either they make their 11 or they judge our 11 and who has the best 11 according based on what you think. I feel like most people would say you. Definitely me this time around. I just think I don't have any weak points. Whereas you you have a couple weak points. I'd say one, but that's, that's up to me. Yeah, well, your defenders, that's two. Mm-hmm, okay. It's a partnership, so it counts as one. <laughs> yeah, it's a partnership, sure. Uh, but yeah, we can we can announce on uh, on like Twitter which uh, league we want to do next for next episode, and then have everybody make their lineups, and then uh, they can compare it to uh, ours when we make ours uh, live on the podcast. Yeah, we could actually try that. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, it would be fun. Um, but I have a question for you. I had this argument with somebody on Twitter this morning. Go ahead. And I know which side you're going to take. 
but I still want to have the discussion. Mm-hmm. Prime Drugba or Prime Robin Van Persie? Prime Drugba or Prime Robin Van Persie? Well, because I realized that I've be I've I just became a I was a Chelsea fan as a kid apparently, uh, and I honestly no I just feel like it'd be Drogba. I think I give the edge to Drogba. Yeah. 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 I give Drogba the edge. I think so. No hate against Van Persie, but I just feel like Drogba might be better. Yeah, I feel like this is a easy choice for you because you know Van Persie kind of left Arsenal to came to. Better team to win the league. I mean, I take that into account, but I mean, overall, I, even if he had stayed, I think I would still say Drogba. I don't know. You know, Van Persie is one of my top three favorite players of all time. I think he's amazing. So I'm biased. I would have, I, I would have taken RVP just because. Honestly, I, I think he's. It's so hard. Prime Drogba was so good. Prime Drogba was deadly. He, he was dangerous, but also Robin Van Persie was dangerous. That left foot was no joke. And he could score with his right. That left foot is probably one of the best left foot. He's probably one of the best free kick takers. Oh, that's one thing too. Uh, yeah. We'll have to put the free kick takers in there as well. For once. I have a, I have, I have a top five with that. But yeah, he's definitely definitely one of the my top free kick takers. In terms of the left foot. Because he had that left foot. I, I remember that free kick against City. Of all time? No, I wouldn't say of all time. I think he's top 10. I mean... I love the I love the free kick against City, but it also deflected. So I kind of I don't know how to feel about it, but off Nasri. Yeah, because it probably wasn't going in unless it deflected. But it's still what a crucial goal. Like that was at the last second. You st- yeah. I mean, you still have to get the bend and everything. It's true. So yeah, no, that's fair. That's a fair argument. It's a fair argument. Uh, you want to talk about the transfer? I don't know. It's I know it's a bit. I mean, it's already past that, but the way that we're going right now, we might have a tra- we might have a short transfer window. We might have, we might not even have a transfer window. I don't know. I mean, no, we definitely will have a transfer window. It's just gonna be weird. We will, we will. Obviously, I know you're a big you as a Man U fan right now. There's a lot of things going on in the Man U. A lot of things that are doing going good in Man U. It looks like. So, uh, if you had three transfers, I mean, it doesn't have to be manual related, but it could be any. It could be anything, but I'm, I know knowing you, it'll be probably manual related. Okay, but exactly, but not not only involving Man United, like no three transfers that you want to see happen this summer. Ooh, okay. So number one, Jaden Sancho to Manchester United. That'll be my only United transfer, but I just think it's so perfect. It's been perfect for the last year, year and a half. Like he's the missing piece we need on our right side. Like we haven't figured out our right our right wing. Um, right now we have kind of Mata, Daniel James kind of playing there. Um, both quality players. I mean, Mata's kind of like on the end spectrum of his career. Um, Daniel James, he's, uh, his drive is crazy. Like, this kid never stops running. But I don't think he's the end game here. He's also very young as well, so he still has room to grow. Whereas Jaden Sancho, even though he's very young, he's had a lot of years to develop, um... He was at the the City Academy, and then at Dortmund, he's been their best player for the last two years. So I think him at United on the right wing, the English connection with Rashford um, would be deadly. Uh, A front three of Martial, Rashford, and Jadon Sancho with Bruno right behind them, in my mind, is one of the best attacking uh, attacking lineups in the league. Um, So yeah, so Jadon Sancho to United would be my first. Um, okay, give me your first, and then let me, th- while I think of the other ones. Okay, 
uh, one my first is uh, Thomas Partey Arsenal. Uh, I feel like we need some defensive uh, midfield stability. We got reinforced on midfield. I feel like he'd be the best player because he's he's probably one of the best in the Europe right now in terms of uh, cutting down uh, offenses and starting attacking starting counterattacks. So I think he he's good. He has a good vision of the game as well. He's good at reading the game. He has a good long range shot, range shot, which could help. So I mean, if we can't get Ruben Neves, I would think that Thomas Partey would be the man to go for. Were you guys linked to Ruben Neves? I didn't see anything like that. Uh, no, not yet. But I mean, it's the one that I would love to have. We've been linked to Jogo Jota though. Yeah, Ruben Neves is really high quality. Um, hmm. I can I can give you my second one if you want. Yeah, go, if you already had them down, I didn't have uh, I didn't have them prepared for this one. Yeah. Uh, to me, it was pretty easy. Like Sancho is gonna go to City, in my opinion. You think he's gonna go back to City? There's no way. I think for after with no Champions League football. Ex- here's what I think. Here's what I think. Assuming that that's assuming that they do not that they do get Champions League football, right? They can, it could still be. You can't assume. You, you can't assume that they're banned. So you have to assume that they're banned until that they're not banned. Even if they're banned, I still feel like he didn't come to United because we didn't have Champions League football. Why would he go to City with no Champions League football? One. One year? Now, I mean, now that you say that, yeah, I guess you could say that. But, I mean, I'm just thinking by by the idea of... I didn't really think about the, the band when I made that choice, to be fair. You just ruined my lineup. Now I got to start over. Yeah, choose another one because that was very stupid. What's your third one? My third one, or I guess my second one in this case. I can think of a third one later. Uh, my third one would be uh, Andre Onana from Ajax, the keeper. Uh, I believe that he'll leave... To go to the Premier League and the club that he's gonna go for is Chelsea. No Spurs. I don't think that Chelsea's gonna lose uh, Kepa right now. Or I don't think Chelsea's gonna sell Kepa. Just because, I mean, he came back and he came back and he he came back and had pretty good performances when he came back. So I don't think he's, they're gonna get rid of him. Also, he has a too big, too, he has too big of a price tag to get rid of him. Like eighty million. There's not many people can pay for a keeper at that price. So I think that Onana is probably the best promising keeper right now. Yeah, that's true. He's eighty million. There's no way. Kepa? Kepa was paid eighty million. That's not. That's not. No, not not Kepa. Onana. No, he's not eighty million. I'm saying Kepa is eighty million. That's why they can't sell him. Is that how much they bought him for? I think it was seventy-five or eighty, something like that. Wow, that's insane money. My numbers might be wrong, but he is not worth that much. Yeah, fair. I mean, I have Onana going to Spurs for I don't know how how much for, but I feel like it's. Probably the best fit for him, just because I feel like Spurs need to get rid of uh, or move on from Lloris, and also uh, Gazaniga is not good enough to be a number one. So, assuming that Spurs are trying to rebrand or can kind of restart, I would say that they would start with their goalkeeper, and Onana would be the best choice for them. There's better. There's also there's other options, but I feel like he's the number one right now. And then lastly. Um, the last or third transfer. I have my choices. You have? Go ahead. I'll go for my last after then. Yeah. This one, everybody knows about it. I think Neymar back to back to Barca. I want to see it happen. I mean, like, I'm not a... I like Barca. I'm not a Barca fanboy. I'm a Messi fanboy. But I think uh, Neymar leaving that trio when him and him, Messi and Suarez were on top of the world... I think it was a big mistake because he went to PSG, a club that doesn't really have anything to challenge for in their own league and that have failed miserably in the Champions League. 
So I think looking back in these last two years, you can especially say that his move to PSG was a failure. Um, because, yeah, they won the league, but they were winning the league. like They would win the league without him. And they haven't done much in the Champions League at all. So uh, I think him going back to Barca, give Messi the help he needs, I think that would bring them back. Um, like Barca's winning on the, on the top of La Liga right now with uh, Madrid. It's kind of head-to-head. But Messi needs help. And I think if he gets Neymar back, that would be a crazy partnership once again. And my third one, man, yo, PSG fans going to hate me because I want Mbappe to Madrid. That's... That's that makes, I mean, not this summer, but I could see it's gonna happen. I think Mbappe needs to leave to actually start his career. Whoa, whoa! To actually start his career, you know what I mean? Like the, to start the the big chapter of his career because the big chapter of his career is not winning the winning the league one every year. That's very disrespectful towards the league. Or Uber Eats League. <laughs> Did you say Uber Eats League? Yeah. I mean, that's there's parts of my Uber Eats. Oh, what? Oh, I didn't know that. That's funny. I told you that last week. I don't remember. But yeah, that's disrespectful. Okay, but do you not agree with me? I mean, not for the reason that you mentioned. He's, he's one of the best talents in European football. And if all he's going to do is win a league that's, like, basically guaranteed before the year even starts, and that's all he's going to do for the rest of his career, I think that would be a huge disappointment for somebody of his caliber. If the League One was more competitive and there was actually like, like they actually had to focus on their games to win and they actually had to um, think about their lineups. Now they can just throw out any lineup and they'll win. You know what I mean? Like that league has almost no competition, no proper competition. It used to be, it used to be like that for uh, the Bundesliga before kind of Dortmund uh, became on the rise and now look, the Bundesliga is one of the most competitive leagues this year. Um... Yeah, so I think Mbappe to Madrid makes sense. I would have said maybe Barca. Imagine Neymar, Neymar, Messi, and uh, Mbappe would be insane. But I think he kind of feels like a Real Madrid player, to be honest. Um, I think Mbappe is probably the next guy to take over once Benzema leaves. Um, and I think that's going to be crazy if he goes. I think he needs to move to a top club, like either Madrid or uh, Barca or uh, Man United. Like <laughs> I wouldn't call Man United a top club right now, but okay. He wouldn't go to Liverpool. He doesn't. He, I can't see him in a Liverpool jersey. Why not? I can. I can see him in a in a Man United jersey. I can see him in a Man City jersey. I can't see him in a Liverpool jersey for some reason. Why can't he go to Liverpool? I just feel like he doesn't fit. I just feel like he doesn't fit. He can replace Firmino. I mean, they're different. They're different players, but. I mean, if you have to do a one for one swap, like who's better, Firmino or, or Mbappe? Who would you take? Mbappe. Yeah, for sure. But I think Firmino kind of fits that system better. He knows. He complements the players around him better. If we're talking about system, yeah, he fits better. He fits better. He does fit better. Oh, I just I just thought about two things. Two, one one realistic, one crazy. I know I have one more transfer left, but I that's why I think. I, go ahead, go ahead. I think Mbappe would fit probably United or City better than he would fit Liverpool. But that's just me, and I don't I don't think Chelsea or Spurs are a big enough club to him to go there. Um, and if I had to throw in a fourth one, I just thought about. Gareth Bale back to Spurs, I think would be a good move. Gar- like they've been trying to get him out of Madrid for so long, um, and it kind of feels like nobody wants to take him. I mean, he was strongly linked with United for the last couple of years, um, but this never really happened. And now he's he's kind of like 
He's older. He's in his 30s. Injury prone. On his day, he's one of the best players in the world. But On his day. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like a return to Spurs probably could uh, help them a lot. I feel like he would be a good player that they could they could use. Plus the history there. I think that would be a good move. You like it? I like it, but I feel like Gar- Garrett is going to end up in the Inter-Miami. Wow, you think he's going to MLS after Madrid? Yeah. Wow. I feel like, I think it's it could be the move that Beckham's looking for. The big move, the big player. Ooh, I'd make a bet on that. I'd make a bet on that. I, I seriously believe that it could be it could happen. We should we should make it we should make it like a, a bed a bed box, for the podcast, or like a bed a bed board. We ha- we have, we we no we make bets and then at the end of the season whoever won the most bets. I've seen that in so many other sports podcasts. That's why I'm not I'm not being creative here. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. It's an idea. We're still we're still young. It's a young podcast. All right, give me your give me your transfers. I've been talking a lot. All right, so I mean, my last two. One is more realistic. One is crazy. Uh, obviously, I wanted. I I'd say Usimawar to Juventus is a realistic transfer that could happen. It's been mentioned a lot, and then I mean, Juve loves Awar apparently, so I feel like it's gonna it, it's gonna it's gonna happen. It will happen. Uh, just a matter of when. And the and the last. Yo, do you imagine how crazy it would be if Benzema landed in Montreal? Okay, that's ne- there's not even a chance of that happening. There's no do way. You Im- can you imagine? Can you imagine? I just said it was crazy. Can you imagine the hype? The like it'll be it'll be Drogba times. It'll be bigger than bigger than Drogba. Yeah, just because it's a better player. Not only that, but like the community. Like Drogba was coming here when he was like, he was done, done, and he came here and he turned up the league. If Benzema came, like. It, like he's he's still a good player. He's a, still a great player. I'm mainly talking about the uh, the high pass play. Like, do you imagine the commu- the Algerian community? One, two, three, viva Algeria! Every single game, <laughs> they would be running on the streets every day. Bro, it would be crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm. I mean, I don't think it's gonna happen. His but- salary is probably like five times the our whole squad right now together. Yeah, I mean, we can't afford him. We can't afford him. I feel like even if he did go to MLS, I've, uh, Benzema loves uh, Florida, Miami. So, Inter-Miami might actually be another option for him. Yeah, you think David Beckham's getting the God Squad? No, he's not. He's, get, he's not getting Benzema. I think if he's getting a real... Realistically, he's getting Barrett Bale. Benzema's not leaving yet. <laughs> you said Barrett Bale. <laughs> yeah, Barrett Bale. Garrett. Garrett Bale, sorry. No, I, I'm, I don't think Gareth Bale's going to the MLS. I think he is. That'd be crazy, though. That'd be crazy. Wait, you think you have a hunch or you saw like a report or something? No, I feel. I feel. No, I don't feel. There's no way. Because they've been talking about shipping him out like a lot recently. And for some reason, the clubs aren't really like responding to it. Why does Zidane hate him? I don't know. They just have a bad relationship. I don't know. It's one of those like... It's like uh, Mourinho and... Um... Mata. Yeah, Mourinho and Mata or... Uh... <laughs> Mourinho and a lot of players. Yeah, Mourinho and a lot of players. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird one. Okay, so give me one more more realistic. Because Benzema to Montreal Impact is n- not realistic at all. I I gave you three already. Yeah, no. Give me one more. I gave you four. I have that was four. We don't. You don't like the Benzema one. We're not. I'm not. I'm not counting the Benzema one. And I'm not counting the Sancho one. Oh, okay. That's petty of you. But okay. Uh, Lo- Le- Logan Leon Bailey to Chelsea. Okay, I can see that. Or Arsenal. Well, don't you guys have a lot of? Well, I think you would. Hmm. I could see Arsenal more than Chelsea, to be honest. Yeah, Arsenal has has have less wingers, so uh, it could be Arsenal or Chelsea. It's one of those two. 
I'm going to lean towards Arsenal because I'd love to, to see him in Arsenal, but I mean, it could be Chelsea too. Is is Pulisic playing on the wings or as a as a CAM? He can play both, but usually he plays on the wing. Because now they're using what Pedro and William. Those are two guys that are like asking to leave. Yeah, but I mean they're old too. I think, I mean yeah, William has been like at Chelsea forever. Uh, Pedro, I kind of feel like he's on the downward uh, downward slope. They're gonna leave soon. Um, yeah. Okay. Those are those are cool. Okay. So I had I had uh, Sancho to United, Neymar to Barca. Mbappe to Real, and Bale to Madrid. Just recap yours. Uh, Thomas Partey to Arsenal, Andre Onana to Spurs, Usam Awar to Juve, and Leon Bailey to either Arsenal or Chelsea. Yeah, I think I think it, that would be an Arsenal move, to be honest. I could see it. It kind of gives me, like, Pepe vibes. Ew, I swear to God, if the Garibald to Miami happens, I, I'm... There's no way. There's no way. Believe in Beckham, you never know. I'll lose my mind. You will lose your mind, yeah. You can buy me a trip from Miami as well, but... Yeah, we're going to Miami. We're going to Miami. Deadass? If that happens, we're going to Miami. David Beckham, too? David Beckham's my favorite player of all time. You know that. Yeah, I know. You deadass? I, I don't mind. I, I, love a, I love a free trip to Miami. Yeah, we're going to Miami. Get a party with Mr. Worldwide. Mr. 305. Rick Ross. No, Pitbull. Uh-huh. Rick Ross is Mr. Miami, bro. Pitbull is Mr. Miami. You... What? I mean, it's debatable. It's, it's the two of them. It's the two of them. Yeah, come on, Dale. You, come on. Rick Ross? Uh-huh. <laughs> bro, it's Dale. People. I'm a boss, bro. I'm a boss. Okay, 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 wait. I know you mentioned this before. We already gave our starting lineups. We gave our transfers that we, we would like to see. I think we should end it on uh, choosing our top five best slash favorite Free kick takers of all time. I think we don't have time for that. It's already 45 minutes. I'd say that we could... Oh, I was really down. I was thinking about it the whole episode. Yeah, but I have I have to make my list still. I need to debate my list because I feel like I have something, but I'm not ready yet. I want to have a great list to, and have, I want, I want to have a great list that cannot be like beat. I mean, I'm going to beat it, but... No, you can't beat a free kick list. I mean, it's not a competition technique. Bro, I already know. I already have all my players list. I was thinking about it. Oh, my God. You don't even know what's gonna hit you. Put it on paper. Put it on paper. We we'll keep it for next week. We should, like we need we need content for the next week, Chad. We can't put everything on the, the first week. <laughs> it's true, but I got excited. I got excited. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. So next week we'll do the free kicks. We'll do free kick takers. We'll do. We'll choose what league we want to do for our starting eleven, and we'll uh, we'll add another part afterwards. Uh, not transfers, but maybe uh, maybe something else like a. Uh, Penalty takers or something. Oh, I have one, but I'll keep, I'll keep. I'll tell you after. Mario Balotelli. No, but yeah, I mean yes, but no. Who who was the person that saved his his first penalty? Because I remember for the longest time it was Mario Balotelli's never missed a. Pepe Reina. I think it was Pepe Reina. Was it Pepe Reina? Liverpool, no. No, when he played for Napoli, and then Balotelli was at uh, Milan. It was it was right after his Man City like left Man City to go to Milan, no. I think it was in in the Serie. He went to Milan, and I think. Because I remember talking about it when he was still at Man City, where everybody was bringing up his record of uh, never having missed a penalty shot or whatnot. No, he left Man City. Went yes, yes. I think it was around that time. Yeah, Pepe Reina. Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah. Reina ruined that for him. Bro, I I retweeted this. Uh, you know, <laughs> you're gonna be I you're gonna be bad because it's uh, it's funny. I'm laughing at Liverpool again, but I saw I saw. I saw a video of uh, Steven Gerrard's last game at Liverpool. Do you remember? 
Oh, I saw that. I saw that. I saw you retweeting that. Oh my god, Kev. You gotta stop, bro. You gotta stop. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta stop, fam. But come on, how hilarious is that, though? Bro, this this man lost 6-1 to Stoke City. And they gave him a, they gave him a pity goal at the end. <laughs> fam, you gotta stop, man. You, you, you savage for that. Bro. What's wrong? What's with you and Stevie G, bro? That's Stevie G alone, G. Yo, he's he's arguably the best player for Liverpool in their whole history, and he didn't win the Premier League. Oh my God! Okay, okay, no, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> and he costed them the Premier League. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again. And then he got embarrassed. Bro, he got embarrassed stop. against Stoke City. You gotta City. stop, bro. <laughs> Alright, alright guys, this has been the Time Talking Podcast. Yo, Peter Crouch scored <laughs> on his uh, last game. This has been the Real Time Peter Crouch. Right. Bro, close this, close this, close this, close this. You're doing too much now. You're doing the most for no reason. Absolutely no reason. Bro, We're it was 5 right 1. Stevie G got the pity goal. And then Peter all Crouch right. said, nah, oh, fam. God. Nah. <laughs> It is ridiculous. The level of pettiness. I'm bet I'm the youth with the brace. Oh my god. Alright, alright, I'm done. I'm crying. Holy fuck. Oh my god. You're so childish. I can't help myself. I'm so sorry. You're not not sorry at all. (laughs) Yo, Peter, when Peter Crouch scores on you, that's when you know. Yo, this man, this man ended the game six one. Oh my God, this guy. This this lanky man. This guy. Oh, all right. All right, let's. Gotta love let's Peter wrap Crouch. It up. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for bearing with me. I know I was a lot this episode, but it is what it is. Been at home too Words. long. I'm actually, I'm actually go for a run this time. Last time I said that I didn't go. Maybe I'll oh, go this man, time. It's blowing snow up. Outside, it's a snowstorm. I don't know about you, yeah, but I got no snow at all. I have sun right now. Yeah, you it's midday, sun, me it's evening, snowstorm. Yeah, Word. give me what you got. I know what I got. All right, I think that's it for this week. This was fun. Wash your hands, people. Keep washing your hands. It's not over yet. We're not through this. Wash yet. your hands and stay home. If you, if you leave the house, wash your hands, Worse. practice social distancing, yeah, don't real. get close to anybody. You don't need to go anywhere, you just stay home. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. Peep, we're going to get through this, bro, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. You don't know? Alright, we will. You guys got us to keep you company. Alright, I think that's it. Follow us on socials. RT Soccer Pod on Instagram, RT Soccer Pod on Twitter as well, and Real Time Soccer on Facebook. Bro, your mic's cutting out at the end of this episode, right? Peace!